1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun.
3: We're having too much fun here at Punchbowl Social. There's really not enough time to do the show, bitch. Uh I don't even know where Woods is. He's either at the bowling alley or he's playing video games or he's doing ski ball or shuffleboard or cornhole or pinball. I'm not even sure where he is right now. But uh, we're here live at Punchbowl Social. He's and, uh, on the
4: porcelain. So brown. I just
3: heard they've, got, they've unlocked God mode here for the morning. Yes. And whatever you want to play, go play.
4: Yes. So go. if you've been here before, you know how it works. You load up your card and you can swipe all the games and, and start playing. Don't have to worry about that today. Uh, this morning, come on down. Arcade, bowling, karaoke, everything is unlocked, free, ready to roll. We're down here. What do you think I just was?
5: That's what we were
3: wondering what you were doing. It's karaoke Oh, you me? were karaoke Yeah, by
5: myself. On the
3: toilet? No. I thought maybe you were bowling a was, couple of frames. I was
5: karaokeing back there. I was hitting a uh, little Simple Man, Skinner's. <laughs> just by yourself? Yeah, solo. Just solo karaoke. Mama told me. Is that perhaps well, the world's world saddest
3: just endeavor? Solo karaoke? Solo karaoke. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I can no,
5: think of no nobody audience. around you? I can no think of, to I can of sadder things to do alone <laughs> if you catch my drift. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> Especially as a married man, but it is what it is. So, well, it's Skinner, don't you don't get we it. Really, we're doing it.
3: Yeah, Skinner. Oh, all right, sure. Stroganoff.
2: <laughs> oh, there
3: you go, Adam. Look at Adam with the home run. <laughs> Look at you.
4: Yes, OB. Oh my God. What are uh, we doing here?
3: We're just uh, waiting for you to come back. I'm here. I'm ready. What do we have to Lead the show. Go Le- ahead. Lead the show. Take, oh take over here. This is the Woods program. We this let morning.
4: The, do music the show run bitch. for about two minutes uh, yeah. at the top of the hour here because they were telling us about all of the things that are unlocked now that we can go play. Ski ball unlocked. And our guy uh, M was like, hey. When's your guys' longest break? You guys want to go bowling in between? we like, we got like four minutes, five minutes in between segments. We can put these. Somebody
5: get three of these guys up here to do the show. So. Oh, he went and had some fun for once. Just let us have some fun, right, at this job.
4: Adam, just play the 17-minute Bob Dylan song. Yes, and we, we will be, be, be right back. back. We could probably get an entire bowling match yeah, in
5: <laughs> during
3: Bob Dylan. Is We're that good.
4: is that Dodger loving because of how much Mookie Betts bowls? I think so. If you bowl today, I think that's Dodger. loving I didn't
5: know
3: actually. that until the broadcast the other day. You it, are kidding! I didn't. They've, they've been, been talking about it a, for a million. Decades. Decades. I have not heard. He's got like five
5: 300s or something, maybe even more. Oh, I just
3: heard the I just heard the pins going. Somebody's right. Someone, Probably that guy in the Dodger
5: fan and the Dodger jersey. If I had to guess. Hey, listen. I got some numbers for you guys. Did I, did I give you the, the A little official... bit, but let's,
3: let's, let's go through the matchups okay. today against Tony Gonsolin. Uh, Blake Snell obviously has had a lot of success in his career against the Dodgers, but what about the Padres against tonight's starter for L.A.? Tony Gonsolin.
5: So you got uh, Jerkson Profar 5 for 10 with three doubles. So I would imagine Jerkson's probably back in the leadoff spot tonight. Uh, Juan Soto probably back in the two. He's 2 for 6 with a triple. Manny 3 for 11 with a double. Uh, four hole could be Josh Bell two for four with two walks off of him uh, again pretty limited sample size uh, Will Will and Hassan Kim each got one knock off him and you know limited five six at bats Drury about a one for five uh, Alfaro's an for, Nola's an over and Cronenworth is an offer, but Jakey swinging a much hotter bat right now um, gets his first couple knocks tonight uh, gets a knock easily off Gonsolin you know.
3: It's not as bad as I suspected, given that this season Tony Gonsolin's 2-0 and with a 0.71 ERA against the Padres in his two starts. What 12, is his ERA? 0.71. 12 and two-thirds innings, seven hits, one run allowed, 14 strikeouts and one walk I'm glad, I'm in his two say appearances I'm, against I'm, the Padres. I'm,
5: I'm not glad he's not healthy. <laughs> I'm glad that he's making his – I'm glad we don't have to – put up with that for an entire game is what i'm saying i mean
3: his numbers against a lot of other teams are like that yeah, as well he had he's a had really a really good year he's had a really good season if he had stayed healthy he might have even been the front runner uh for the national league side yeah. even even given what went on he went 16 and 1 with a 2.14 era his whip walks and hits per innings pitch 0.87 good god i mean he, tony gonsolin had an incredible season for the dodgers uh, honestly, they wouldn't be here without a couple of surprisingly uh, incredible pitching seasons. Gonsolin, Anderson, Haney, n- not not pitchers that you would expect to be in the Cy Young conversation. Sure, know Kershaw, May, those guys you go, yeah, Urias, yeah, but Gonsolin, Anderson, Haney. Uh, how is it that all of their pitchers have really put up such good numbers this season?
5: Very strange. One of the great, great mysteries of the universe. Dodger reclamation pitchers. San
3: Diego's Mark Pryor.
5: Very, very <laughs> curious as to how it continues to happen. Must be something in the water up there in LA. You just never know.
3: Should Bob Melvin call for a random check? At I'm not some trying point. to. No, I'm not trying to. Poke, I'm not trying
5: to poke the bear at all. I'm not trying to poke the bear. I just want to take it to him. Uh, that did not work out for Buck Showalter. We know that. I'm not trying to poke any bear. Um, and you know, has there been a lot of trash talk in this series at all? Like, I didn't, I saw a little bit after game one. Did you guys see this? Uh, the Manny slide into second. Did you guys see the comments by Gavin Lux? Nobody, it didn't get a lot of national no, play. No, I didn't, I didn't, didn't see get this. a lot of national play, but it was on I saw it on Dodgers Reddit. They were losing their minds, and uh, oh, that's cool. The lights just went out in Georgia. Um, but they were losing their minds. He kind of went wide. Uh, in the second, I, I missed it. The broadcast never mentioned it either. But has it? Has there been any other kind of uh, trash talk between the two? Not too?
3: really. I mean, you had more obviously with the uh, the Mets and the check of Joe yeah, Musgrove, for sure. and that that led to some chirping for sure uh, for Manny and the fans and everything. But I didn't. I didn't see it ton the first two games. I guess those games were so close and intense that they were kind of in their own spaces for the first couple of games. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a game that gets a little bit out of hand for the chipiness. To start going. Let's uh, get know. it out of hand in our favor ne- tonight. Neither that team be has been overly frustrated yet in this series. They both had their moments. They both had their opportunities. You know, hopefully that keeps going. I, well, entertaining baseball is good. I
5: sure love the way that our boys have played uh, these last two games. I love the, the response in game one by the bullpen, uh, the offense trying to claw and fight its way back in game one. I love the punch-for-punch punch, uh, nature of, of the other – the second, game two punch for punch bowl, punch for punch bowl. Um, that game was incredible. Uh, so, yeah, man, I, I don't think there's any question now. Are, we can hang with those guys and not only hang with them. We can dominate those guys at times. So tonight it's going to fall on one man's shoulders. Uh, and That's Blake Snell. And really, the, if the offense comes through, I'm not too worried about it.
3: The big question is, can a tier one hang with you and qualify for a trip to Las Vegas this got? morning as we play a little take
2: on Woods? That's your cue, Adam. It's time for Take on Woods. How far do you
3: have
2: to go? Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino.
3: All right, here's how our game works. Five questions of musical trivia, 60 seconds. And uh, if you beat or tie Woods, we put you into the drawing for our grand prize of the month. It is a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, plus a VIP pot at the Westgate Superbook, the world's largest race sports sportsbook, and a $250 food and beverage credit. And let's introduce our Tier 1 contestant here at Punchbowl Social. You are? Dakota. Dakota. Hello. Dakota, good luck Come on in. today's game. You get the advantage of picking our category and keeping Woods in the dark. He has left somewhere in the building. He's probably, I uh, hope he doesn't get arrested. The police yeah. station's right across well, the street. Solo karaoke rooms. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's right, gone yeah. uh, into a soundproof booth. All right, uh, here are your categories today. Uh, still sitting out there is Tier 1B George's submitted category, Potty Mouth. Song titles with some colorful language. We've got and in and, five song titles that begin with the word and. It's a weird word to begin yeah. a song with. And the new category, Keeping Up With The Joneses, answers that include that, oh, of names, Jones. Mm. So uh, we've got Potty Mouth, and in and, or Keeping Up With The Joneses. Dakota, what's it going to be?
4: You know what? Let's just let's just go for a
2: Potty Mouth. Let's all get right. Out of all way. right. Adam, uh, get us set here up s- here. 7 all in right. the morning at a bar. Be a, a
3: little now. careful here. Obviously, this yeah. is uh, – you know, you, I will give you full credit, even if you you self-edit, you know, to make sure we're clean for the radio. And but, I definitely
2: want to keep Woodsy in the dark. All right, that's
3: fine. And all right, so again, yeah, this is the category that was submitted, actually by Tier One B. George all wrote right. wrote all the questions here. So, uh, credit or blame him, but it's song titles that contain. Colorful Language. All right. 60 seconds. If you don't know one, pass. We'll come back <laughs> if there's time left on the clock. And, of course, we start with our two-second song. Uh, Adam will play a short clip of a song with some uh, co- colorful language oh, in the man. title. You need to give me both the title that of the you. song and the artist. I feel
2: like I'm going to spend <laughs> most of my time trying to figure out how to censor it. Yeah, exactly. We'll no,
3: All they're not that bad. Right. We'll, we'll see. All right. So uh, 60 seconds on the clock. Dakota, you ready to play? Let's go. All right. Your time begins when pa- uh, Adam plays the music. Good luck, Dakota. The category is Potty Mouth. Let's take on Woods.
4: Um, crazy Bitch. By? By uh, Chuck Berry. Uh, Berry Chuck Ch- Berry Buck Cherry. Correct. Where
3: Australian <laughs> rockers ACDC hope all their friends are going to be there, too. In which classic rock anthem? Uh...
4: My friends are going to be there, too. Ooh, good. Wow. Uh, Highway to Correct. Hell. Correct.
3: Which song from one half of the group Gnarls Barkley sends a message in a hit that debuted at number 69 on the charts in 2010?
4: Nice. Uh, uh, how do I? Uh,
3: just say it. Uh, just don't. Blank. Just say it. You know, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what? what and Yeah. What?
4: Um. Oh my gosh. Uh, Chet <laughs> passed for now. All right. Juvenile Got took me.
3: which 2005 hit and reworked into the song Vax That Thing Up to help educate people about COVID vaccines. Yes. <laughs> which booty shaking song by Trace Atkins was his first crossover hit, making both the country and pop charts? Uh, Pass. All right, go back to uh, which song from one half of the group? J- Nars Barkley sends a message. Oh my gosh! You didn't yeah. get. You knew. You knew what I the knew word exactly was. I knew exactly what it was, but
4: I was afraid. To, I
2: was,
3: uh, it was censoring. Like it, I said. Forget you or you. Yes, right. Where's the
4: Where's the drop, Paul? Adam has
3: it back there. <laughs> Adam, um, juvenile Adam. song F-U. is called <laughs> Back That As. <laughs> yeah, right. up. Okay. And uh, Trace Atkins is Honky Tonk Badonkadonk. Yeah, I'm not gonna get that one. All right, you did oh, get two I though. Did. All right, so yeah, let someone find Woods in the recesses of downtown. He's gone across the street. Go summon him yeah, back. He's, he, he takes yeah. this very seriously. Sorry, y'all. He's they, running it's a lot of integrity. I have
4: some delusion that since I'm a professional musician, I actually know him. I was going to say, yeah, gonna given, given the, room, the yeah. way
3: you were singing that one song, and I won't give it up so Woods doesn't know. Sure. You well definitely done, had some music. I was <laughs> very you. I was very <laughs> impressed. <laughs> you actually, Dakota, Woods, you need to jam with Dakota. He's you a guys professional you go musician. See karaoke? He's got a great voice. was He was singing during Take on Woods. It was very impressive.
5: What's, uh, what kind of music do you guys play? What's that? What kind of music do you play? Uh, funk
3: blues, contemporary funk Funk, funk blues. Nice. Uh, very cool. All right, so his score is locked in. Okay. You don't get the category. You got 60 seconds. Adam will reset our two-second song. Your time begins when Adam plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Dakota. Right!
5: That is uh, Buck Cherry... Your are crazy bitch. Correct.
3: Australian rockers ACDC hope all their friends are going to be there, too, In which classic Highway rock? Highway hell. Correct. Which song from one half of the group, Gnarls Barkley, sends a message in a hit that debuted at number 69 on the charts in 2010?
5: Nice.
3: Pass. Juvenile took which 2005 hit and reworked it into the song Vax That Thing Up to help educate people about COVID vaccines?
5: Vax That as?
3: Correct. Which booty-shaking song by Trace Atkins was the first crossover hit? Waking both the country and pop charts.
5: That, that's not that was Luke Bryan. Uh, it's not Shake It for me. Nope. Um, go back to the. Which
3: song from one half of the group, Gnarls Barkley, sends a message in a hit that debuted at number 69 on the charts in 2010? That's nice. Um... Snap. Your fingers doesn't give you a point, though. It's pretty much what. Forget You. Correct. Which booty shaking song
5: F- I don't know. by you. Tra- Well, you
3: got four, and by a 4-2 score, you have defeated Dakota today. The one you missed was "Honky Tonk Badonkadonk," and the category was but. submitted by Tier One B George Potty Mouth
5: potty mouth yeah
3: just a uh, colorful language Spicy. in song titles hey, people, yo crazy bitch. people have been
5: staying away hey. from that one for about a week and a half but <laughs> uh, congr-
3: D- dakota thank you for clearing that one well, off the board i'm
5: and, glad we got to do it with our boss on the line yeah, running it of, of course so.
3: everyone yeah. was clean no one no one their assets their
5: <laughs> assets hey y'all crazy bitch <laughs> Very, uh, very subtle, Buck Cherry. Don't Do This is coming
3: up next as we continue live here hey, from Punchbowl Social.
5: Deshaun Watson back in the news. And guess what? It's not a good thing. I
3: got a Phil Mickelson as well just continuing to stick his Phil foot in his Phil mouth. He just can't seem to take it out. That's funny. It's kind of the same thing uh, Deshaun Watson did. A little bit.
5: Not his foot.
3: Uh so. <laughs> Uh, we are live at Punchbowl Social. And not in his mouth. Neither. <laughs> no, got it. So, we, understand. Go. Right. we understand. We understand. Uh, make sure you guys are. Clear all right. On stick that. around. Don't do this. It's coming up next. We'll come back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan.
1: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild.
2: This is usually the
3: uh, time of the morning that I remind you about one of our many Odyssey football podcasts. Can't get enough. Today I will remind you about In the Huddle with Brian Baldinger and Jason Lacanfora. Uh, They pull no punches, take you around the league, give you the inside scoop on the storylines that matter most, and dive deep into the matchups that determine who wins and loses. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow In the Huddle on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: I will get us started uh, today. Back in the news, not for good reason, is uh, Brown's suspended deviant quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Another woman has filed a a civil lawsuit against uh, Watson, accusing him of inappropriate sexual misconduct and sexual assault during a massage. He slid in her Instagram DMs for a massage at a Houston hotel room in December of 2020 when he was with the Texans said that he continually pressured continually pressured the plaintiff into massaging his private area before he removed his towel, offered to let her get on top. Then the plaintiff refused to have sex with Watson. However, he was able to pressure her into Mou- mouth, I guess. Uh, Watson paid her $300 for her services, although her normal charge was 115 for an hour massage. I'm sure he thought these were all behind him but uh no they're not and uh, she is now he did settle 23 of the lawsuits against him last summer and uh yeah the texans reached settlements with 30 women who made claims or were prepared to make them so they just are still coming out
3: what does he have six six more games of suspension and the the browns are and then cleveland right fans. back Woo,
5: hell yeah bro welcome back welcome back yeah
3: Not great. Not Not, great. Not great, Bob. Uh, Speaking of not great, uh, Phil Mickelson continuing to, I'd say, put his foot in his mouth, uh, was doing a uh, press conference for the Live Tour uh, where he says he's glad he's on the winning side and Live is on the rise and the PGA Tour is falling. Whatever, Phil. You can live in your own fantasy world if you'd like. But uh, the comment that, that made everyone kind of raise their eyebrows was when he said... That he actually never did an interview with Alan Shipnuck. That's the So we've had Alan on the show. He told the story about talking to Phil. He wrote the biography of of Phil Mickelson, the unauthorized biography. And it was his quotes uh, from Phil Mickelson to Alan Shipnuck about the Saudi Arabian government, the scary MFers, and why he was doing all this that created the firestorm of controversy for Phil in the first place. Now, it's weird that Phil is now denying ever talking to Alan because he has already apologized for for those comments comments multiple times and explained what he meant and why he said it. And he has gone through it in, like, painstaking detail about what those comments were. Now he's just, oh, no, I never did an interview. With Alan Shipnuck, it just trying to rewrite history. It doesn't make sense why you would. I think what Phil is trying to do is, is he pulling
4: a, a fake news. He's
3: yeah, he's pulling a fake news. He's also playing games with the meaning of the word interview. Oh, the old. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't an interview. It was just a re- it was just a phone conversation between two guys. That wasn't an an interview. He's always maintained that it was off the, off record, the record. Even though Alan came on our show and said. There was never any talk about anything being off the record. If you are a public figure, by the way, and if you're as smart as Phil Mickelson, and he, as dumb as he is, he's also a smart guy. Very savvy. You know if you're talking to a reporter and you do not specify this is off the record, anything you say can be reported at any time. There's no no expectation of privacy or that your comments will not be used unless it is agreed to beforehand. And Phil knows that as well as anybody knows that. So every time he says that this wasn't supposed to get out, this was unauthorized, or it didn't happen in the first place, know that Phil absolutely knows that that's not true, and he is just trying to pull a fast one on people who don't know otherwise.
5: Well, and the the really unfortunate thing is I read that book. I read it in two sittings. I read half um, and then got on a plane and finished it before I touched down. One of the best read. if you like golf or even it, – it's just a fascinating look. And, by the way, it is massively – Massively complimentary of Phil Mickelson. Oh, it's not a hatchet I, job at all. I came away from that, and I'm a Phil fan. And I came away from that remaining a Phil fan. It did not turn my opinion of him one bit. Is he arrogant? Sure. Does he have a right to be arrogant sometimes, especially about golf? Absolutely. Does he make bonehead decisions? Absolutely. Is it sounds he, like
3: someone else I is know. Is he
5: one of the most generous human beings alive? <laughs> yes, he it is. Sounds
3: like someone else I know. So
5: I uh, will remain in Phil's corner.
3: Arrogant, generous. <laughs> I'm not arrogant. I mean, you're not that good at golf. No. You're pretty decent getting radio. Better. Yeah, uh, getting better at golf for sure. Broke 80 once. All right, finally, a do-do this.
5: Well, I think it got, we got to give the, the do-do this to Padre fans that are not only here, but all over this city. I mean, I've seen the uh, the hubbub on, on Twitter about getting tickets. People are... Are fired up to be there tonight. I think everyone wants to be a part of of something big tonight. And again, you know, I saw a really good tweet. I can't remember who sent it, but San Diego is a sports town, and you're going to see it tonight at Petco Park. And uh, don't let any any of that that mess seep in your mind that well, you know, maybe it was our fault the Chargers left. No, dude, this city turns up, and they turn up for those that turn up for them. And and uh, listen, it's going to get rowdy at Petco Park. So my my do do this is for all the tier ones that are here this morning at the punch bowl for sure. Yeah, the over the last over the last the week, last week or so. I yeah. mean,
3: we've probably had several hundred yeah. tier ones come out at six in the morning. Six in the morning, yeah, for live broadcasts. And I know I know a lot of that's for the Padres, but we still appreciate you coming out and and supporting our show as well. It's really amazing to see all out here, and I just want to thank you. And, and it's a definite do do this
2: on a Friday. that was don't do this with ben and woods on 97.3 the fan
3: by the way i should mention that alan shipnuck if you want to read uh, more on alan uh, you can go to the fire pit collective because that's where uh, alan's work is currently being promoted by our friend matt janella who uh, who just texted me so i wanted to make sure i got that mention in for for Matty's uh, operation there.
5: Such, a, uh, such a, a good, good golf read every single day. They, they dig deep on some really cool stories. Where's our little golfer? Where's our little bub? He's back there. Steve Sugimoto. I Everybody, our there. NIL-sponsored golfer. There he is. Steve Sugimoto, our pal. Hey, Chill Myers is here. Look at you, you handsome SOB. God bless, he is handsome. We are live at Punch
3: Bowl Social uh, here in the East Village. we at what, 1485 E Street. This place is uh, amazing. Just a few blocks away from Petco Park. So if you're on your way down for the game or on your way down for work or whatever, stop on by. We're going to be here until 10 o'clock. The coach, John Cantera is going to be here starting at 10 o'clock. And my goodness, uh, this place is incredible. I mean, visually, as spectacular of a space as you're going to find in San Diego. And if you love games... If you love things to do, every corner of this place, you'll find something else. If you love uh, things to, to do. Yeah, things to do. I like things to <laughs> do. If you to like do. doing you things, doing, <laughs> doing stuff. You like things to do out there in San Diego? You guys up? like stuff to do out there? <laughs> this is your place. This is absolutely <laughs> a place to do things right now. It is. Uh, let's see. What are the things you can do? Bowling lanes, karaoke rooms, giant scrapple. I haven't seen that. It's back there. Ping pong, shuffleboard. It's all free this morning. The bar is stocked. I think they have multiple bars actually. Craft cocktails made from scratch food and games waiting all over the place. Uh, Visit us here at Punchbowl Social, the corner of 15th and E Street and LFGSD.
5: Let's Let's LFGSD.
3: Let's LFGSD. Make some noise. It's
5: playoff day. Let's go. go. It's also
3: a Friday. Craig Elston will join us, talk a little crossing streams and Padres when we come back. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
6: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra.
6: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: So, you know, the only way to listen to your local Padres broadcasters during the playoffs is to listen to Jesse and Tony right here on 97.3 The Fan and streaming on the Odyssey app. They'll be here for you every pitch as the Padres try to bring home their first World Series. You know, we don't get Don. He's making food at Don Tangelo's. I saw some some chicken or something that he made last night. He should be here right now. Don should be here. He's not an early riser from what I understand.
5: I'm not either, but I've been doing this for 13 years. That's a good
3: point. No one's really an early riser. That's that's one of the things about morning radio that... Everyone thinks you get used to it. You don't. You don't ever get used to Never. getting up. Every morning, morning you
5: wake up, the first word out of my mouth, every morning is F, F <laughs> on my way into the bathroom. I'm, I'm usually good about 10 minutes later, and I'm, like, charging ready to go. But first word is always the F word, always, every uh, we, single morning.
3: We got Craig Elston standing by. Oh, I can see him Ooh, right there. Hi, craig And uh, he's going to join us right after this you. check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. And out we go to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, and we are joined by our friend Craig Elston from the San Diego Soccers and the Crossing Streams podcast. And, Craig, what a difference a week makes. So last Friday we were getting ready for game one of a wild series in New York. Now here one week later, Padres and Dodgers are tied one game apiece as we get ready for the first home playoff game at Petco Park with fans since uh, you and I were just pups in 2006
0: since Hector was a pup. Uh, And if you and I uh, had been told at that stage uh, at Ailsmith last Friday that a week later we'd have three playoff wins, literally every single one of us would have signed that document, (laughs) sent it on in, and moved along, because that's kind of what the dream was, right? You know you needed two to get past the Mets, and you know you wanted to get one out of LA or else it was going to be a really awkward homecoming for the San Diego Padres. Now it's everything we dreamed about. There's momentum, there's hope, there's excitement, and I I truly think there's a chance for Petco Park tonight to sound at least a little different than other Padre-Dodger games. I'm sure there's going to be a huge Dodger contingent there. There always is, but I'm hoping that San Diego is coming out loud and proud tonight.
5: I, I agree. I mean, I know there's going to be blue in the stands. There always is, and, and I know why. I was in L.A. the last 24 hours, and you, know, you drive around that city enough, you're like, oh, God, and then you drive back into San Diego, and you're like, I get it. It's green. There's not graffiti on every single overpass and all along the highways. There's not seven. Now, the traffic here is rough. It's not even close. It is not even close. I, would, I fully understand why you would want to come down here to a game. I'm, it's, I don't even hold it against them. I don't. Uh, I'd love if it was all brown and gold tonight. It's not going to be. But our job as fans is to be just a little bit louder than those, uh, those boys in blue out there, Craig. And I know you're fired up, man. I, I, these are the, they're the most fun days. They're also the worst days. The waiting is the hardest oh part, as the great Tom Petty once said.
0: You know, I, I have had... I had a lot of fun watching the Mets series. I want to be very clear about that. I had a ton of fun watching. Even the Saturday loss. Like, I I just felt like it it was a tough, fair matchup, being played in a really hostile environment, and it was great baseball to watch. The Dodgers, the Dodgers are just different. And we have so much history with this team. We have so much recent history with this team. We have so much history this year with this team. And I have to admit... I get in my feelings watching these games. They, they prove the Dodgers provoke an anxiety in me, a baseball anxiety that I don't experience kind of the rest of the year. I always feel like I have a pretty good handle on baseball. And then the Dodgers come and I'm kind of like a simpering 11 year old in the corner, Ah! you know, just like freaking out. I will tell you the God honest, I have to either be with a lot of Padre fans or I need to be completely by myself to watch these. To watch these games, I watched one at Bottle Rocket. I'll probably be back at Bottle Rocket tonight. Game two, Ben. I drove around like Jerry West. I was <laughs> I was I was driving around the streets of La Mesa, listening to Jesse Agler, pounding the steering wheel, cursing every time you know someone got on base. I eventually came home in this back office, locked the door, turned off the lights, just came in here. I was just like, I have to be with myself.
5: I'm telling you, the, the, my idea for next year is to get all the psychopaths like us together and rent a giant cabin out in the middle of nowhere where we can just go crazy because my wife has been screaming at me every She's like, you can't say that, and you can't say that, and don't use that word. And you have kids. Stop cursing. And I'm just like, I'm begging you to leave me alone. I'm begging you to let me go <laughs> to the cabin. I need a cabin in the middle of of Lake Arrowhead where I can just go sit and just let it all out because I'm with you, Amanda. It's panic-inducing. and The worst was for me the other night. I told this on the air, but the hotel I was in didn't have FS1, and I'm not about to take my four-year-old to a bar in L.A. because I didn't want him to die. And so I I was listening, and then I was also on Twitter, but the Twitter feed was ahead, so I would just see 50 people go, F, 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 and I'm like... What happened? What happened? They're like, ball four. That's a walk. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just a walk. <laughs> Every, I'm like, freak, I'm like, y'all need to relax. But I can hear my heart pounding out of my chest. It, it's excruciating. It's excruciating. Craig,
3: can I? Oh, I'm just going to ask you a personal question because he doesn't ask me, so I'm not going to ask you. I'm just going to ask you because I've known you for a long time, and yes. I don't think it's a secret. You grew up in Long Beach. You You used to right. be a Dodgers fan back in right. the day. What was the moment where you changed? Because you're as as legitimate of a Padres fan as I know now. Where was kind of the the moment when you authentically changed sides?
5: And not only changed sides, but it's F the Dodgers. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because Dodger fans like to do this bit. Oh, no, it's cool. Like, we like you guys, man. It's great. Good for you guys. That's really sweet. And it's very, very condescending. Bro,
4: I'm I'm 32. I have hated some sports teams in my day. It doesn't even come to BYU, Oregon, any school that I've hated or anything like that in the past, it's not even close. Where's that waiter with the Dodgers jersey on? (laughs) (laughs) And,
0: and like, my dad is still a diehard Dodgers fan. You know, he's been a Dodgers fan for most of his entire life, that and the Cardinals because he grew up in the Midwest. And, you know, like when I brought him to a Padre-Dodger game, he was wearing his Dodgers shirt. I was wearing my Padre outfit. To answer your question, Ben, there were two things that started to move me and, and these were actually before I even met you, but they began the journey. One was Fox buying the Dodgers and the other was Frank McCourt buying it from Fox. And those two guys were absolute dogs. Um, Then I think it was water on rock, man, in terms of being down here, covering the team, being part of this San Diego fan base And it was an erosion. And the Dodgers, uh, you know, pretty shortly I became like I'm a Padre fan, but I don't hate the Dodgers. And now I friggin' hate. Like I said, I'm in my feelings. I'm driving around like Jerry West. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. I I think Twitter, I got to be really honest, too. Twitter accelerates this. No doubt. No question. You know, as you, you guys have pretty prominent accounts, I've got a pretty prominent account. And I spent 48 hours between Sunday and Tuesday having Dodger fans just pop out of nowhere. You know, yeah. just just pop out of the woodwork and tell me over and over, like, you better not believe in your team because you're delusional. You better not believe in our team and say that we're the favorite. No, no, you traded your farm for this. You're a dirty underachiever. And by the way, I'm here to tell you, I don't care. We're not rivals. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay. You know, and it's, it's like every half inning with these jerks. So, you know, this team, and, and again, Ben, I'm curious, and Woods, like, to me, the best baseball teams I've seen in my life, my life, the 98 Yankees, the 2001 Mariners, this Dodgers team. Yeah. And it's bizarre because it doesn't look on paper like this is the best Dodgers team, right? Where's Bueller? Where's May, et cetera. Where's Kenley Jansen, right? But they've just. It's that it's that order. It just it never stops. It's a horror movie villain. You know, I, I feel like yeah. beating them is like trying to beat Michael Myers in a Halloween movie. Like, you know, you can keep trying and he seems to pop up at the end, you know, and, and create a sequel. So it, it's mad respect for this team, mad anxiety. But now, right, here we are. We're fully converted and we get to all have this torture together, guys. I want to remind Padre fans of something because I think it's important because we're we get high and we get low in our feelings. Petco Park is the number one run prevention park in baseball by a mile. By a mile, okay? We've done really well in, four, in five road games offensively, I think. When and if the score is lower tonight, let's all stay calm. This park, it's wet. The, the weather's heavy. The weather sucks right now. It's going to knock down some balls. It's going to be a tough offensive environment. I think we should all be prepared for that and ready to ride it out.
5: That's a great, great, uh, very astute point, Craig. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the ball's probably not going to be jumping out of Petco tonight. Uh, but, you know, look, there's, there's other ways to win. There's other ways to score. Conversely, it also means their balls won't be jumping out of Petco as well. Uh, if Blake Snell can do what we all know he's capable of doing, we can win this game. And I, fe- I feel like, you know, game two showed me a lot. And I think it showed Dodger fans a lot, too, that, oh, this isn't – they're not just going to roll over. And game one, my God, down 5 nothing, and you could see the smiles creeping in. And then, you know, as the game progressed, it was like, oh, crap. They started to bite their nails a little bit. And then you get to the ninth, and you're like, oh, God, we could lose this game. Um, and then to come out and win and punch for punch, hang right with them. They answer every time. Uh, overcome some mistakes, by the way, overcome some mistakes uh, that you typically can't make against the Dodgers. I think it's our series, man. I do. I think it's ours to win, and, and we got two at home and no excuses. So let's go get it.
0: Love it. LFGSD, LFG. All
3: right. Uh, do you have a quick recommendation for crossing streams this week or just watching playoff baseball? I, know no, we well, I have been watching week. a lot of playoff baseball. Yeah.
0: Uh, but I will do – I'll use a recommendation here uh, also as, as part of a mini plug. Uh, on Sunday, we, we have more playoff action. We have playoff action the next three days in a row here in diego of course the padres games three and four sunday uh san diego wave hosts their first ever home playoff game uh seven o'clock at snapdragon stadium against chicago red stars will be out there doing pa and you you may it hasn't been covered a lot on sports radio but if you're a sports fan you've probably seen over the last two weeks the big news that's come out of the national women's soccer league the nwsl there's has been a lot of of scandal and you might not really understand like, well, what is the controversy? What has happened? There's a great documentary on ESPN. It's called truth be told. Uh, and it, it posted, I believe a week ago, uh, you can find it either on the ESPN website, you can find it on ESPN plus, and it's a great distillation of what happened in the NWSL between its founding in 2012 and basically the last year when they leaned heavily into reform The the, the, shoebox version of this is that there was a lot of negative cultures allowed to perpetrate in nwsl locker rooms with coaches who were either domineering or like literally sexually coercive with their players and then were kind of allowed through a a passive stance from the league to continue to work when they should have been knocked out i'm proud of the way san diego wave has jumped in front of this story they've been very upfront with what they have installed as a franchise for their to protect their players and their staff uh, in situations like this i think it's great to see them out on the front edge but if you were at all confused and i think it's a great story just to understand all of the hardships or the challenges that professional women's soccer has gone through truth be told on espn that's my recommendation this week
3: Craig, good luck to you good luck to the wave good luck to the pod rays thanks for joining us as always uh, have a good week and we'll chat with you next friday
0: Let's do it next Friday with another playoffs here. NLCS. Let's
3: go. Yep, absolutely. Craig Elston on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet. Find new roads. I feel like I might be a little out of practice here, but we got a couple of minutes before the top of the hour, and we had a special request. Yeah, from... a
5: special request from uh, Mrs. Woods, Mrs. Hannah and caro Dash Woods. Uh, we need. I uh, mean, Jake's been playing really well. Had a couple of big, big hits. Uh, Lately, but Hannah requested a live Ben Reed's raps today, and the audience is here for it, and they want to see it. Yeah, they're fired up, and uh, wanted to do. His crony is 0 for 10, I think, against uh, against Consulate. All right. This, uh, this this right. will change the Let's, the let's tides hit the here. intro. Hit the
2: intro. Time for the whitest man in America to spit some straight
5: fire. Oh,
3: no. The fight's out. I'm about to punch your lights out. Each week,
2: Woods gives Ben lyrics from the world of rap and hip-hop to make him as uncomfortable as humanly possible. You're welcome, San Diego. It's Ben Reads Raps on 97.3 The Fan.
3: This is a little uncomfortable. All right, here we go. Yeah, what up? This is Dr. Dre. The party's going on, thank God. It's Friday! Buck, 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 booyakasha. 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 Keep their heads ringing. Ring-ding-dong. Ring-a-ding, ding-ding-dong. Keep their heads ringing. Ring-ding-dong. Ring-a-ding, ding-ding-dong. Hey, you sitting over there, say what? You better get up out of your chair, that's right, and work your body down. Yeah? No time to funk around, cause we gone. Funk you right on up, so get up, get a move on, and get your groove on. It's the DRE, the spectacular. In a party I go for your neck, so call me Blackula as I drain an end's jugular vein and maintain to leave blood stains, so don't complain. Just chill, listen to the beats I spill. Keeping it real enables me to make another mill still ends run up and try to kill at will but get popped like a pimple so call me clearasil i wipe ends off the face of the earth since birth i've been a bad end. now let me tell you what i'm worth more than a stealth bomber i cause drama the enforcer music floats like a flying saucer or a 747 jet never forget i'm that end that keeps the hose panties wet that might smoke once you hear the beat kick with grooves so funky, they come with a speed stick. So check the flavor that I'm bringing. The mf DRE will keep the mf and heads ringing. You're the dude that just, what? You, you keep the what? I you keep, keep their what? Something something wet. Something Wow.
5: Goodness Wow, Lord. wow, wow, wow. Wow, well, wow, wow. If we don't, if we wow. don't win tonight... It ain't from a lack of trying. Sorry, so. everybody. No, you're not. Let's say, don't apologize. Awkward. For, gee, don't apologize for
3: for r- I, radio. Brilliance. What happens if Jake does like go four for four with two home runs? I think you know
5: what happens. Well, <laughs> I think you know what happens, man. You don't mess with the winning streak Until the
3: end of time. Uh, he boy, that home run he hit on
5: Trinan, oh on Monday.
3: God, Woo! that was such a moment. I mean, he Jake is not one that necessarily pimps his home runs or gets overly excited that's a the look that he gave to the Padres dugout with the bat flip right there I mean is that not was electric. that not a moment electric it was amazing and it while you say oh they didn't need that insurance run they absolutely they needed
5: absolutely <laughs> needed that, <laughs> that run. insurance Holy run cow, man
3: I mean I don't know that I would have survived if that was a one-run game in the I mean the sixth and the seventh in the one-run game yeah, was hard to enough with Robert Suarez getting through and then knowing that that Betts and Turner and Freeman were coming up. That was such a huge run in that game on Wednesday. Yeah, such very, a huge very,
5: run. very, you know, excited to see. I don't, I don't, you know me, I don't like beating my chest about things. But, I mean, it's such a no-brainer that you, you roll with guys like that. The guy is such a gamer. You know, cold streak or not, I, I just always have a feeling he's going to get the job done.
3: Now. Right, we've got uh, some actually important info coming up, especially if you're coming down today yep. for the game. Padre CEO Eric Gruppner is going to join us. First half of our double management report Friday. Bob Melvin later, but Eric Gruppner, Padre CEO, will join us Woo! next. Live from Punch Bowl Social, playoff Friday morning. It's ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?